What is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this video, we're going over my 2022 wide receiver rankings for PPR. We've already covered the quarterbacks and the running backs. You guys can check out those individual individual videos on their own. And uh, basically what we're looking at here, this is my projection document. You can get that in the 2022 draft kit if you haven't already. Uh, but what I'm doing here is I'm, I kind of just took my tier rankings that I had of each position. And now I'm going to kind of just go through and just rank them as I would take them, you know, kind of off the draft board. So we'll kind of go through the receivers. Again, I have them in the tiers here. We'll be taking them from that column and putting them into the wide receiver ranking. So uh, let's get this thing started. We'll kind of keep going back and forth with my rankings over here. Uh, I think it's very clear. There's kind of a, a clear top two wide receivers here. It's Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. I do think it's extremely difficult for a wide receiver to repeat as the overall wide receiver one last year. Cooper Cup saw an, an insane amount of targets, receptions, yards, touchdowns. I think that's um, it's guaranteed to come down. And if, if you think about it, let me filter here by PPR. I mean, he was a good almost 100 points above the number two wide receiver. So he's still a really good bet to finish as the number one guy. I think he's worth the top three or four pick. Uh, but for me, I, I think I got to go with Justin Jefferson as my wide receiver one this year. I just like being a little bit different than the consensus. So to me, it, it's a preference call. If you want to take Cooper Cup over Justin Jefferson, I'm not going to I'm not going to say it's a bad pick. I just I, I'm going to go with the young upside wide receiver in his year three. I think he could be uh, in for a massive season uh, with the Vikings this year. So Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, my de facto number two, number one wide receivers. And then after that, I have another tier here of Stefan Diggs and Jamar Chase. I think if we're playing best ball, I'm going to take Jamar Chase. He has, you know, the, the big playability, uh, you know, more touchdowns, I think, potentially for Jamar Chase. But in a typical redraft league, I think Stefan Diggs offers, you know, a lock for top five upside. He has less uh, target competition as well, a higher volume passing offense uh, as well, too. And, and just in terms of my, my rankings here, I do have Jamar Chase, actually my number three wide receiver here. But Stefan Diggs is right there. He's only four points back. Uh, and I think just if, if you want to make a, a, a safer pick, I think he's got a higher floor week in, week out. So we'll go ahead and uh, I'll lock in Stefan Diggs and then I'll just put Jamar Chase in there. Uh, but either way, would, would it surprise me if both these guys had a shot to finish as the wide receiver one overall? I don't think so. I think if you're looking in the middle of the first round, that's where Jamar Chase usually goes, maybe sixth or seventh off the board. Stefan Diggs, usually the seventh, eighth guy off the board. But I, I like both a lot here. So I love getting one of these top four receivers and it just makes it. If, if you want to go wide receiver early, you get one of these four guys, and then you just look for one of the running backs here in my rankings, basically from Aaron Jones down to Javante Williams. I think all these guys can be a really good running back for you in the second round. Uh, but let's keep it moving here. I think my next player is in line for a career season. There's a lot of target competition, actually a, a lack of target competition because Michael Gallup's going to be out almost half the year. It sounds like maybe six games. Uh, and of course, Amari Cooper is gone. So that's going to leave CeeDee Lamb as the main target for Dak Prescott. And I just think, uh, man, he could be in for a career high across the board. Last year, CeeDee Lamb Kind of a down, like not a big year. People were drafting him a lot higher, but he ends up wide receiver 19, 120 targets, 79 receptions, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. He's going to beat all those numbers. So he's one of the safe. If you get towards, I guess, you know, the end of round one or the beginning of round two, I think that's where CeeDee Lamb goes. And he just he just makes a lot of sense. And he's easy to pair. Like if you take CeeDee Lamb, you could pair him with a Joe Mixon or Najee Harris or an Aaron Jones sometimes. Uh, but either way, I, I think CeeDee Lamb, Slam dunk pick. He can be your wide receiver one. And he's got, you know, legit overall wide receiver one upside. So I love to me, it's kind of a clear top five. I actually should probably have CB lamb in this tier with digs and chase. Cause after that, that's where some of the questions come in. I, I think a lot of people like Devonte Adams who I'm going to rank him number six, but uh, I do think, 
going from the Green Bay offense with Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. He's going to face more target competition from Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Uh, but it's also, man, like he had such a connection with Aaron Rodgers. I know he is good friends with Derek Carr, but that's it's going to take a while for him to, to get that, uh, what he had with Aaron Rodgers. So I'll still take Devontae Adams here as my wide receiver six off the board. Uh, and then after that is where we get into some questions. Now I have uh, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., DJ Moore, I have a lot of guys here that are all kind of hard to figure out. Mike Evans, he's, you know, these guys are all kind of having competition, you know, with other receivers in their offenses. But uh, I do think these guys all have a high upside in terms of like the overall, I guess, ADP. I, I should probably maybe consider that here because I guess I do have, again, those are my top six receivers here. After that, though, uh, basically, I have this group of uh, about, you know, wide receivers seven through 14. All of these guys are within six to seven points of each other. So it comes down to a total preference call. If we just look at the fantasy pros ADP, I want to look up fantasy pros ADP average draft position. So we can look at some similar things here. We'll click on wide receivers and we'll go to PPR and we'll kind of see what the aggregate rankings are. Uh, they have Debo Samuel very high. I'm not putting Debo Samuel up this high, uh, but I do think Tyreek Hill is starting to grow on me. So I think in terms of my rankings, if you want Tyreek Hill, you have to get him higher than I have him ranked. And I, I did tweak my rankings. He's a top wide receiver for us this year, my wide receiver seven overall. Uh, so let's keep it moving here. I'm going to put Mike Evans uh, right here as my wide receiver eight. The dude's just been impressive ever since he came into the league. Over a 1,000 yards every season. He was wide receiver nine last year. You have uh, an ailing Chris Godwin, who might not be 100%, you know, the first month or so of the season. You have Julio Jones, which is nice, but Russell Gage is there as well. I just think Mike Evans, one of the safest picks you can make at the end of the second round. It's going to be a top 10, top 12 wide receiver. So we'll put him in as my number eight. Uh, we'll keep it moving here. Let's see. Again, they have Debo Samuel ranked pretty dang high. Uh, but there's Mike Evans at their nine. They have Keenan Allen uh, well ahead of Mike Williams. Wow, they have Mike Williams very, very low here. Um, but let's uh, let's go ahead and put. Uh, I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put Michael Pittman Jr. here as my wide receiver nine. I think there's a lot of evidence that the Colts are looking to pass the ball more. They went and got Matt Ryan. They kind of had a run happy offense last year under Carson Wentz. Uh, but all the reports out of camp are that Michael Pittman Jr. is just beating everyone, and he's gonna be Matt Ryan's number one target. You got to think. Matt Ryan and his number one wide receiver, Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Roddy White, those guys get peppered with targets. Michael Pittman Jr. already was last year. And keep in mind, this is with Carson Wentz. He was wide receiver 18. Like, that's that's his floor. I think he can be a top 10 wide receiver this year, probably going to set career highs across the board. So I love him as my number nine wide receiver. And then I'm going to throw in, I'm going to throw in Mike Williams and T. Higgins. Now, these guys are both having competition. Mike Williams, he does have Keenan Allen. T. Higgins does have Jamar Chase. But the overall numbers for T. Higgins, really not that different from uh, Jamar Chase. And in fact, when he, Higgins kind of had a shoulder in injury early in the season and he kind of, kind of, he played through it, didn't play his best in the middle of the year, but he came on strong at the end of the season. So Higgins, uh, Higgins is a really good value. End of the second round, sometimes he dips into the third. Uh, but the thing I like about Mike Williams Keenan Allen's now 30 years old. There's been signs the last three, four years of Keenan Allen regressing, just, you know, getting slower, not creating as much separation, not as good, been, uh, not, not as great against man and zone coverages as he once was. So to me, it's very easy to see Mike Williams be the main lead target this year. And last year, Mike Williams was already wide receiver 14. You see Keenan Allen at 11. I, I think they're going to flip flop this year. Mike Williams did put up a career season. 
I think he can build off this. Like I, I see his targets going up, receptions, yards, and maybe even double-digit touchdowns. So I'm huge fan. Uh, if I can get a Mike, one of the Mikes, Mike Evans, Pittman, Mike Williams, you can get these guys. They can all be top 10, top 12 wide receivers for you. And I think to close out my wide receiver one rankings here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to throw DJ Moore in there. Now, DJ Moore, the poor guy has just had some of the worst luck. He was wide receiver 17 last year, but the quarterbacks he's played with have just been abysmal. He's also never been able to go over four touchdowns in a season, but look at his yards over 1100 yards in three straight seasons. You see the receptions 87, 66, and 93. He's probably going to be up in the nineties uh, again this year. And you have to, I, I know it's Baker Mayfield, but this is arguably the best quarterback that he's had. And I do think the, the Panthers are in for a positive bounce back with their entire offense. So uh, these guys are my wide receiver ones in, I guess, in 12 team format. Uh, so let's keep it moving here. The next guys that I think I really want on my roster, it's going to be A.J. Brown. And I think if you're putting A.J. Brown as your wide receiver, too, which we have him as the best wide receiver, too, here with our 13th pick, uh, A.J. Brown is in for a, a really fun season. You have to be excited about the Eagles offense. Uh, he's basically best friends with Jalen Hurts. That's one of the reasons why he ended up in Philadelphia. But, uh, man, it just it's, it's aligning. If you tell me A.J. Brown plays a full season, he's got top five upside. He's probably going to be flirting with 9-10 plus touchdowns. Uh, you got to think 1,100 some yards, something like that. And he doesn't need a lot of volume. It's kind of the same situation that he's had in Tennessee throughout his career. Uh, a running team, low volume for passing. But man, if he returns back to the 17 points per game, uh, basically this is kind of, I see this as his floor for this year, about 70 receptions, almost 1,100 yards, but it's going to be, you know, eight to 11 touchdowns in that range. So I'm all aboard AJ Brown as my wide receiver too and get him in the third round. Uh, let's keep it moving. Again, I kind of mentioned my concerns with Keenan Allen. I think he's still a great receiver, but he's not, he's, he's going to be more of a consistent, just steady wide receiver too for us. I, I don't see his upside being top 10. Um, so to me, I, I'm, I'm going to take the guy that, that does have top 10 upside with Russell Wilson here. That's going to be Cortland Sutton. He's been the best receiver for Denver in camp. All the reports are that he has the best, uh, report with, with, uh, Russell Wilson as well. And I just think kind of like DJ Moore, he's had a bunch of crappy quarterbacks throughout his career and you're probably going to see Cortland Sutton put up some career numbers. So I, I want to be ahead on Cortland Sutton. I think if you can get him in the fourth round, that's probably where I would do it. Uh, we'll go ahead and throw Keenan Allen in here again. Where Keenan Allen's being drafted, I'm not drafting him a lot. He's kind of a, a third round pick right now. And if if you're playing redraft PPR, it's fine. But again, he's on the wrong side of 30. He just turned 30, uh, and I, I just I, I think there's other players in his range that I'd rather have. Give me DJ Moore. Give me Mike. Give me T Higgins. Some of those names. Michael Pittman Jr. for sure. Uh, but that's our top 15, and we'll keep it moving down here. Uh, now we get to some fun upside players here. I'm going to go ahead and put – actually, I'm going to move Keenan Allen down one because I'd, I'd rather get Debo Samuel if I can. Now, I'm pretty low on Debo Samuel. I think last year's numbers are going to be insanely hard for him to repeat. The dude had eight rushing touchdowns, which is just insane. So maybe he still gets, you know, 50 carries, 300 some rushing yards. But those numbers are going to come down. And then I also think – the transition to Trey Lance is going to hurt his receiving numbers. I don't see him catching this many balls. I don't see his yards per catch being this high, probably the same amount of touchdowns, but uh, I think it's going to be difficult for him to hit these, these high receptions and yardage totals. So I'm a little bit lower on Debo. I think he looks good as a wide receiver too on your roster. Let's go ahead and slap Jalen Waddle in here. Uh, Jalen Waddle was impressive as a rookie wide receiver 12 last year. Now he's going to have some competition with Tyreek Hill. But either way, I'm excited about him. I think he's good for 90-some receptions and over 1,000 yards. 
We'll see if he can get six to eight touchdowns. Just a really nice, steady wide receiver, too, for you. Kind of being drafted into the third round, early fourth round, so that's kind of fair value for him. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, another player that I really like, and he's got no target competition, it's going to be Brandon Cooks. I know he doesn't feel like a great pick, but, man, he played really well with David Smills. He's been tearing it up in camp. And as far as him being a wide receiver, too, on your roster, he's kind of, like, locked into that. Last year, Brandon Cooks, where is the man? Wide receiver 20 last year. That's kind of his floor. So still a top 20, top 24 wide receiver. Uh, but I think you, you could probably see some progression from Brandon Cooks, the Texans just being better as a whole. So I like Cooks. He's a fourth or fifth round pick. Let's go ahead and slap Juju Smith-Schuster in there. He's going to be the second target for Mahomes. You know, you got you got Travis Kelsey locked into a huge amount of targets. But after that, it's all Juju Smith-Schuster. He's going to be the slot man. He's just going to be uh, heavily targeted, I think. And, and who knows? Like He could be a top 10 wide receiver if the touchdowns fall his way. But I could totally see him approaching 90, maybe upwards of 100 total catches this year. I think in PPR purposes, you want to get Juju on your team. And uh, you're, you're attaching yourself to Patrick Mahomes there, so you can't really go wrong. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Terry McLaurin in here as my wide receiver 20. Last year, McLaurin, a uh, little bit disappointing. He was wide receiver 25, but he had Taylor Heineke throwing him the ball. So you kind of have to admit Wentz is a, is a little bit of an upgrade over Heineke. That's kind of Terry's floor last year. I guess that would have made him a really nice wide receiver three. I think he's going to end up being a pretty solid wide receiver two for us this season. And congrats on the new contract to Terry. Uh, we'll move it down a little bit here. Now it gets a little interesting because you have Darnell Mooney. We're not excited about the Bears offense, but he's the slam dunk, easy number one target for, for Justin Fields. And last year, Darnell Mooney, wide receiver 23. So he's a he's a really good wide receiver too for you. I would expect similar targets, receptions, yards, but hopefully more than four uh, total receiving touchdowns. We'll go ahead and uh, I think I need to get Allen Robinson in here as a wide receiver too. If you guys remember last year, we were drafting Robert Woods in like the third or fourth round ahead of Cooper Cup. Now, I think Allen Robinson's an upgrade over uh, Robert Woods, and just all the camp reports I've seen is Allen Robinson's going to be a, a big red zone threat because everyone's going to be focused on Cooper Cup, and Robinson's going to be able to tear it up. I think we can chalk up last year just to the, the Bears being the Bears situation. He just didn't want to be there. So I totally get it. Allen Robinson, though, uh, he probably looks best as a wide receiver three on your roster, and probably for where he's being drafted, I think you can get him as a wide receiver three, but man, he's going to end up probably as a top 25 wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get Michael Thomas in here as another wide receiver too. And I know a lot of people are nervous about Michael Thomas, but he's had a lot of time off and all of the, the new Orleans beat writers and all of the trading camp videos and reports I've seen, it looks like the Michael Thomas of old. And it, we might be well surprised here. I might, I could see Michael Thomas as a wide receiver one by the end of the year. If he's Jameis Winston's number one target, we've seen Winston boost Godwin, Mike Evans to some big seasons. And uh, if he approaches 140, 150 targets, Michael Thomas could be a smash at his ADP. So he is a priority for me in like the sixth round, seventh round. I love the upside of Michael Thomas there. And then to finish out our wide receiver two rankings, I'm going to go ahead and put Christian Kirk in here. Jacksonville paid him a ton of money to be their slot receiver. And I think you're going to see a lot of uh, just a lot of optimism about that Jags offense being year two of Trevor Lawrence, new coaching staff, new competent coaching staff. And uh, Christian Kirk probably going to be the clear. He's the clear favorite to leave the team in receptions. 
So for PPR purposes, I love getting Kirk. He's going to be a wide receiver two this year, probably by the end of it, but you can get him as a wide receiver three, just really, really cheap. Um, so that's our top 24. Those are going to be the guys that I consider as strong wide receiver two plays. And now we're going to get to a bunch of names here that can be fantastic wide receiver threes flexes for you. We're going to go with Jerry Judy. He's the number two target in the Russell Wilson led offense. I think it's clear to me though, that Sutton is well above Judy. I think Judy's, he could lead the team in receptions, but Count on Sutton to lead the team in yards and touchdowns as well. Um, I'm not too high on Deontay or DK Metcalf just because of the quarterback situation. So I'm going to go ahead and throw Amon Ra St. Brown in there. He was a dynamite league winning player last year, finished as the wide receiver 22. And he really wasn't a thing until midway through the season. So the sky's the limit with Amon Ra. He's kind of the poor man Cooper Cup for a Jared Goff. Think about how Jared Goff played with Cooper Cup before and in Goff has been on the record saying that, you know, he is my go-to guy. When the play breaks down, I'm looking for Amon Ra. So I love him. Fifth, sixth round, I think he's a good spot to pull him. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Rashad Bateman here. He's going to be in for a massive second-year season. And one of my favorite things to do is to draft second-year players. So, like, so far on the list, you have St. Brown, Bateman, Waddle, some of these just really high upside, young, talented players. He's going to be the number two target in Baltimore, but last year Marquise Brown was that number two target, and Marquise Brown ended up as wide receiver 21, and he kind of tailed off at the end of last year. He had a hamstring injury that he missed a game and just wasn't himself. So uh, I kind of feel like this – Bateman could be a top 20 wide receiver easily, maybe even more if the touchdowns flow his way. So I love Rashad Bateman on my team. I'm going to go ahead and put Elijah Moore here as wide receiver 28. The dude was just balling in the middle of last year. He didn't rank very high because he missed some time. He had an injury. Uh, but for a little bit there, the dude was just on fire from about week seven to week 13. You look at the numbers here, 10, 13, 27, 13, 29, 9, 20. And I know it's Zach Wilson, but these are the numbers he was putting up with Zach Wilson and, and Joe Flacco and some of the other quarterbacks that they had there. And he's the clear cut uh, leader of this receiving group in the New York Jets this year. So I love him, get him as a wide receiver three. Uh, I think next I got to put Marquise Brown here, who has a really good shot to surprise us. I think I, I'm kind of lower on Marquise Brown than most people. I'm just nervous about uh, what happens when DeAndre Hopkins come back. I know Zach Ertz is going to be there for targets. So it, it could get murky, but I, I could totally see Marquise Brown the first month and a half to two months being a top 10, top you know 15 wide receiver. And he does have, uh, you know, the college connection with his quarterback, Kyler Murray. So I, I'm a big fan of Marquise Brown there. And then my top 30 wide receiver here, if I had to put somebody, I suppose I'll put DK Metcalf here. We'll get DK Metcalf and Deontay Johnson. These are guys that I know a lot of people, I think a lot of people are higher on Deontay than me. I don't see Deontay having that great of a season as he did last year. Uh, you're just downgrading from uh, Ben Roethlisberger to uh, Mitchell Trubisky. He was wide receiver eight. I just I don't think he's going to see 169 targets, 107 receptions. Maybe he ends up with you know the 1,100 yards or so, but I think the numbers are going to come down for Deontay, and I'm just nervous about the Steelers across the board. So a guy that I'm not actively targeting in the fourth round. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Alan Lazard here as wide receiver 32. I think Lazard is the clear-cut number one target for Green Bay. He's going to lead the team in receiving touchdowns, probably in targets as well, and probably receiving yards. So uh, I've done some research. Aaron Rodgers' number one receiver has never finished lower than about 28th. So to get Lazard on your third receiver or your bench, it, it just looks really, really good. Uh, and now we get to some interesting guys. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper, Kadarius Tony, Gabe Davis, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, Brandon Ayuk, Hunter Renfro. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to I'm going to rank Gabe Davis in there just because 
he's going to be the number two target for Josh Allen. He had the massive end of the season last year. He's going to be the, the 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 main outside receiver. He's kind of been blocked the last few seasons over, you know, Emmanuel Sanders or John Brown have always been ahead of him. But now he gets to be on the field for a career high snap. So I think good things are going to happen for him. Uh, a wide receiver three flex for you, uh, but he does look really good as your number four or your bench receiver. Uh, I'm going to throw in Cooper and Kadarius Tony. These guys are the number one receivers on their team. We don't love the passing situations, but they can still be really nice flex receiver options. Kind of the same thing with Lockett and Adam Thielen. Lockett, we don't really trust the quarterback situation in Seattle, but either way, I think by the end of the year, he's going to find a way to do uh, something to get himself in the top, you know, 30 or 40 receivers. So he was wide receiver 16 last year. So people forget that he's still a really good receiver. Hard to trust, but uh, I still trust his talent more than I worry about the situation. And then Adam Thielen. I mean, he's been a touchdown machine the last few years. Defenses have to focus on Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Talks about more passing in the camp here. So to me, he's one of those guys you want to get as a wide receiver for or someone on your bench. You can just whip him in there. Hopefully he stays healthy. But again, he's getting older. So I'll be honest, like I'm not drafting a lot of Lockett. Thielen, you know, some of these guys in this range, but I, I still see the touchdown upside there. Uh, let's go ahead and get Brandon Ayuk off the board. I'm actually more excited to draft Brandon Ayuk than I am Debo Samuel. He just costs so much less. Debo costs a uh, mid-second round pick. Ayuk costs, what, a seventh, eighth round pick right now. So he's been the number one receiver with Trey Lance in training camp. So I, I trust that connection. Really strong year, end of the year last year. He actually was a better receiver in fantasy than Debo. Debo just had the massive rushing upside. So I like Ayuk as a wide receiver three flex for us. Uh, and then I'll get Hunter Renfro in there. I know Devontae's still there, Darren Waller's still there, but Renfro's still going to gobble up, you know, five catches per game or something like that. So for PPR purposes, he's a really good guy to have on your team. And now we get to some fun picks. I'm going to go ahead and put... Chris Godwin here, he's injured. He's not going to probably be 100% week one, but he's got a chance to play. So if you're just patient with Godwin, he could pay some dividends for you later on in the year. We have two rookie wide I guess I'm going to put all the rookie wide receivers here. I think I got to put Drake London as the first one, and then we'll go ahead and get uh, we'll get Olave and Traylon Burks in there. I think you should totally draft a rookie wide receiver this year. I'm not trusting any of them to be like a wide receiver three for me, like week one in my roster. But if you grab one of these guys, put them on your bench, see what happens. They could be in for a nice, really nice big season. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm, I'm going to throw Russell Gage in here. Just they, they paid him really good money to be there. He's going to be the slot receiver. And just with Chris Godwin getting his feet underneath him, he's not quite 100 percent. I think Gage could be a sneaky pick for you. Uh, a really good guy that could be, you know, a bench player that you pull up and flex every now and then or injuries or buys or whatever. Uh, his, his ADP is just getting way too cheap. Uh, we'll go ahead and put Jacoby Myers uh, next. He's not a sexy pick, but he's going to lead the team in receptions. Uh, who knows if he can get the touchdowns there. And then after this, is this is where we get you know kind of interesting. I think I have to put one of my favorite players here, Rondell Moore. Uh, I have him ranked 46 here, but it's not going to surprise me if he finishes as a top 30, top 36 receiver. And it's because of Rondell Moore that I'm a little bit nervous about Marquise Brown. Because I think Rondell Moore is the guy they want to get more involved in the offense. And he can do some Chase Edmonds things. They're going to run the ball with him. They're going to, you know, put him in the backfield and do some screens and things like that. So Rondell Moore, a guy that, again, another second-year player, one of those targets you want to get as a wide receiver. 
We'll go ahead and just kind of chunk some of these guys here. Uh, Devontae Parker, Chase Claypool, Devonta Smith. I don't love drafting these players here, but I get the upside. They can be really good bench pieces for you. Uh, but I, I just don't know if I trust their situations. With Devontae Parker, he's got to worry about Jacoby Myers and some of the other touchdown players there. Not a great passing offense. Chase Claypool, again, he's got a, he, he could be a really nice pick, but I just don't trust the passing offense there with Trubisky. And then poor Devonta Smith, man, he just gets covered up by A.J. Brown and, and Dallas Goddard. So I like these guys, but they're probably best used on your bench. We'll continue to kind of small chunk some of these players here. Uh, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, and K.J. Osborne, all great pieces for your bench. Robert Woods could be the leading target for, for Ryan Tannehill, but he's, again, he's a little bit older coming off a, a serious knee injury. Tyler Boyd's been a top 36 receiver for like the last three or four seasons. He's a great bench option. And then K.J. Osborne, I'd rather take K.J. Osborne than Adam Thielen just because Thielen's getting up there in age. He could miss some time. And KJ Osborne uh, played really well last year. And so far, he's been kind of the talk of the Vikings camp. Uh, let's go ahead and put some veteran receivers in here now. We got DJ Chark, Kenny Galladay, and DeAndre Hopkins. If I had to choose, I, I want DJ Chark on my team. He's going to be the number two receiver in Detroit. And even when Jamison Williams gets back, Chark's going to still be on the field. Jamison's going to be their number three receiver. I don't know if I trust him for fantasy purposes this season, but uh, Chark putting up a lot of big plays in camp. If you watch the videos on Twitter, Chark's been making plays as an outside guy. So I like the option there. Again, just one of those guys you want to have as your number four or five on the bench. Kenny Galladay, I don't love the pick. I think I'd rather have Chark or Hopkins. And Hopkins, you just got to be patient and hopefully you can wait out the, the suspension. Uh, but now let's get to some some fun you know some fun young talent here i'm gonna chunk all these guys here these guys are all wide receiver fives for me guys you want on your bench uh but nico collins he's the number two target in houston josh palmer i'm low on keenan allen if keenan allen gets hurt or misses any time palmer's going to be the dude he's got the number three job locked up and i think this could be a guy here who smashes at adp if anything happens to keenan allen josh palmer's going to be a dude uh jalen tolbert number two target potentially for dak prescott for some of the season and Jahan dotson probably the number two target for carson wentz uh and then we'll finish up the the, the i guess the number 60th player here which would be a fifth receiver for us i'm gonna go ahead and put jarvis landry in there just a trusted target for Jameis Winston, uh, slot receiver. We've seen Winston do some really good things with his slot receivers. Uh, and then I think I got to get these Chiefs receivers in there. I think you should take some flyers on some of those guys. They could be useful for some weeks. I don't really trust Kendrick Bourne, Gallup, Robbie Anderson. I think I'd rather, um, I mean, at this point, I'd rather take some of the high upside guys here, whether it's Julio Jones. Uh, we'll throw Julio Jones in there. I'm going to put KJ Hamler, the number three for Russell Wilson. Uh, and then I got... Zay Jones, man, I think he's going to be the number two receiver. I think he's going to hop Marvin Jones. I'll put Marvin right there as well. Uh, but, man, I've kind of been knocking the Steelers receivers, but the one I want is George Pickens. He's been the dog in training camp with, with Claypool and Deontay Johnson now. I think he's worth a shot. Uh, and then as we just get further down the list, there's just kind of guys that are just maybe fringe draftable. I think we'll just throw in these veterans here, Kendrick Bourne, Gallup, Robbie Anderson, just end of the bench guys. And for two more guys, I guess we'll finish with the top 75 here. Let's get the Jets receivers in there. Uh, I, I don't love these guys. I'd rather have Elijah Moore for sure, but, you know, things can happen. Uh, let's go ahead and get Isaiah McKenzie in there, who's dealing with some, you know, Jamison Crowder noise from the slot. Uh, and then uh, I have to get Wandale Robinson, just a fun rookie there. I think he might be my favorite Giants receiver to take. And then the last guy I want to put in here, if I had to pick one guy, Romeo Dobbs is interesting. Paris Campbell is interesting. Let's go ahead and put Paris Campbell in there because as long as he's healthy, he's going to be the number two target for Matt Ryan. So that's, I guess, maybe I'll just kind of finish this up here with the top 84 because that's basically 
seven rounds of wide receivers. So I'll just kind of chunk these guys in there, see what happens. We'll throw Van Jefferson in there, get another rookie Alec Pierce in there. I'm curious about who the number two receiver is in Baltimore. I think James Proch has been the best camp buzz so far. Uh, maybe take a flyer on Velas Jones. He might be the number two receiver for the Bears. And then uh, let's just finish up with Romeo Dobbs, just because there's a lot of excitement around him. So that's my top 84. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Which receivers am I too high, too low on? Which ones are you targeting in your drafts? Uh, and if you want to check out the quarterback and the running back videos, please do so. I'll finish up with the tight ends uh, either tonight, tomorrow, or over the weekend. So thank you guys so much for your time. Check out the Fantasy Fellowship. A lot of links in the descriptions for you guys to check. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Have a good rest of your evening. We'll uh, see you guys in a future video. Peace.